What's going on? This is your NXT Cruiserweight Champion, Leo Rush. Make sure you listen to the Wrestling POV Podcast. You guys absolutely rock. You're incredible. From the man of the hour, Leo Rush. Wrestling POV is preposterous, is obnoxious, is atrocious, is ridiculous, is churlish, is interesting, but stupid! Wrestling POV is your point of view, bring you 20 years of change in the wrestling business. From the spotlight to the polls, from birthdays to hot tech news. Wrestling news, rumors, and injury reports Covered by the greatest in the whole damn sport This week in wrestling, who made the book? My second shelf full pay-per-view points game Love, peace, and wrestling is what they're all about So sit back, kick back, and hear them all out Wow, what movie is that from? The Goonies! The Goonies, yes! How do you not know that? <laughs> One of the best movies of all time in my opinion. Absolutely. Did they remake that movie? No. No. Don't no. touch it. Well, not, no. not remake it, but like do a part two. No. Part two, maybe, but as adults. Yeah, as adults, though. Famous. Yeah. Clay's just like, no, no, no don't yeah. touch it. Oh, it's a masterpiece, man. Keep it as is. Yeah, yeah. There's certain things that don't need to be on, uh, redone or done again. Coming to America too. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. That wasn't that, that, huh? that, that wasn't that bad of a movie. Well, it wasn't that bad, but again, nothing beats the first. That's, <laughs> yeah. That is Clay Cummings with Ricks Around the Third and myself, Tony Diaz. Um, uh, some some little shit stirring up over in WWE with some trash bags. Yeah, um, it was garbage. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, in a little yes. bit. Um, what else do we got? Well, man, this is a normal week, finally, kind of. Uh, how are you guys adjusting to the wrestling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, for some Thursday, Friday, and then it's like having a weekend off? How you guys feel? Yeah, it, it just feels it feels different for sure. Tuesdays yeah. used to be my worst day of the week, but now right. I have at least NXT to look forward to because there's nothing on TV on Tuesdays for whatever reason. There's nothing ever good on, so I'm just like, okay, at least I got NXT. But if it's a bad show, you're just like, God damn it! Why <laughs> I got nothing else to watch? Yeah. yeah, they always, you know, with the whole schedule start, it gets you know. Something on TV, at least, yeah. you know, for for me to watch anyway. No, <laughs> man. See, for me, I hate it during baseball season. I'm a huge baseball fan. Huge, yeah. huge. And uh, I do the dual sc- screening every time, you know, when wrestling's on. And, of course, my Yankees, uh, when they're playing. Sorry, your losses. I gotta, uh, yeah, I know we won last night. But, you know, we're... <laughs> you know so i have to watch both you know so i don't mind watching the yankees game on mute while you know i can hear what's going on on, in wrestling but that's the only time i'm I'm hating this right now is because it tends to interfere with my yankees game so but once once baseball season's over then i'm like i don't care (laughs) 
Uh, surprising, but but my Knicks. So it, it's even getting the harder. Knicks, they're back. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, I can't say anything good about the Knicks. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> Indiana Pacers. I can't. All right, all right, Reggie. Right. Hey, that's right. Eight points, nine <laughs> seconds. Always remember that. <laughs> That's fucked up. And this is Clay's <laughs> last show. <Yeah. laughs> All right. Uh, let's get on to our uh, Facebook post. Or actually, the, the spotlight this week we have. It's on Seamus. My yeah. goodness Rick, why did you pick Seamus? You know, I've been looking at Seamus for a while now. I've been trying to come up with a good question. And I, I came up with one, I feel like. Is he the greatest import from Ireland? Is he the greatest Irish wrestler of all the time? Now you look at Sheamus and you, you Wait, off the you, bat, you're saying that, but uh, who's who's who are you going to compare him to? That's Irish. Well, if you gave me two more seconds, I would have said it myself. No, I did give you two well, more seconds. You didn't say it. <laughs> I was about to. You got Fit Finley. You got Finn Balor. You got Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. You got Killian Dane, and you got Jordan Devlin who are all Irish-born wrestlers okay. that are in the WWE and made okay. some kind of impact on the WWE. Mm-hmm. When you look at Sheamus off the bat, you want to say, wow, yes, he's the greatest Irish wrestler. But then all of a sudden you look at this list, Fit Finley, Finn Balor, Becky Lynch, you're like, okay, I'm not counting Killian Dane and Jordan Devlin. I'm sorry. They no. are nowhere near Sheamus. No. But no. Becky Lynch and Finn Balor, and I would even say Fit Finley, kind of are but for me i gotta go with the man who has the eighth most wins in wwe history and that is sheamus who's also a two-time heavyweight champion also won the intercontinental the u.s title uh tag team championships Uh, i'm sorry i don't think he ever won the ic title um but he has no he's not a grand slam champion yet no but he has been dominant as of late and whenever he has a match, it's always pretty good. I mean, look what he did with Cesaro yeah. uh, as the as the seven-match series, the bar, everything he's done with that. Um, the United Nations tag team he had with, with uh, Alberto Del Rio and yeah. Rusev. That went nowhere. <laughs> no. But Sheamus has always been a powerhouse. And I have to say, yes, he is the greatest Irish-born wrestler. Of all the time, I, 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 hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree. It's I mean, hard. The, the one for me, honestly, I mean, if Sheamus wasn't in this picture, right, I would have to say Fit Finley was, uh, because of what he's done in the business, because of what how his longevity in the business. This dude was he was rough, but and uh, not only that, you know, he he's trained a lot of people to success. Uh, so I would have, I, I would have to definitely say that Seamus definitely surpassed that. Seamus definitely set the the bar. No pun. The <laughs> bar. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, uh, he said he definitely set the bar for all Irish-born wrestlers, and I think he is one of the greatest. Irish-born wrestlers of all time. I, he's passed because I'm trying to use the right wording for this. Uh, Finn Balor, I don't. There's something like he was hot. He was hot. Like he had a hot streak going for him, and then the injury plague hit him. 
when he won yeah. the Universal Championship and then dislocated, he had to give it up the next day. He, he hasn't been the same ever since. So my thing is, I would have liked to have seen that run. Um, Finn Balor is definitely creative. And I don't know if the WWE is holding him back. I don't know if they're saying, hey, you know, we want to do it this direction, you know, because a lot of people got used to the demon uh, Finn yeah. Balor. And they like the makeup and all this other shit. And he, he not, and we've said it a long time ago that uh, we threw the question out of should he use that only on pay per views like special occasions? And we all said yes. We all said yes. And we, here we are, you know, and, and even this is before he's been in NXT. He pay per views. He he hasn't really been doing it. He had the feud uh, with Bray Wyatt. Remember that? And yeah. <laughs> Bray unfortunately got sick and couldn't. They just nixed that storyline. So I would have loved to have seen where they were going with that. I know Rick, you wasn't a fan of the pumpkin looking face oh, face paint. That was did. that was bad. <laughs> but I mean, so for me, I think Finn. Even though he was NXT champion, yes, I know, and and he does throw great matches, but there's something missing with Finn. What about his work in New Japan? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You know, he he did a lot of different characters, and that was what stood him out was the fact like we came out as Joker one time. He came yeah. out as um, uh, Venom. Venom. Uh, mm. There's a lot of gimmicks that he did uh, in the Indies and in New Japan, and. You know, now it's like, I don't know. For me, there's something missing with Finn Balor that for me, I cannot say that um, he's in the top three. Um, he's like top, he's in that top 10 for sure of, of Irish born wrestlers, but he's, it's hard for me to argue the fact of him being in like, even in the top five in my opinion. Wow. Yeah. So let me, so, let me get this straight. So you're going. You go with Sheamus, mm -hmm. Fit Finley, yes, and you go with Becky, yes. That's your top three, yes. yes. Okay, I, I'd go Becky for sure, especially for what she has done. Uh, um, I mean, <laughs> what's funny if those that you don't that don't know look up Becky Lynch when she first appeared on NXT. Yeah, uh, she was doing the Irish dance or the Irish team, yeah. that they call it, the jig. The jig, yeah, and I was just like, "That's Becky Lynch!" Oh my god! But go and look it up. Um, yeah, but she's came a long way. You know, she had a good run. Um, there was some things she needed to change a little bit. You know, as far as her promo work goes. But other than that, she was she was up there, and then she gets pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So you see, I'm going the other way with this one. I'm going Sheamus. I'm going uh, Becky Lynch as number two. Two and I'm gonna go Finn Balor as number three. Really, I'm gonna bump Fit Finley out. Uh, Clay. Well, <clears throat> to, to be fair, before oh, Clay go goes, to be fair though, um, <clears throat> you know those guys ain't even finished with their careers yet. That's true. Know? And I'm t I'm looking at longevity also, so that's why I have Sheamus up there because he's still going and he's been with how long has he been with WWE? I have he's to say been there for a while. At least 10 years. Yeah. And and Fit Finley, look how long he's been in. So for me, you know, to try to put Finn Balor and Becky Lynch in there, I mean, they do belong on there. I'm not saying that they don't. 
but they're not done with their careers yet. Yeah, as far as we know, it's like with Becky Lynch. So, all right, Clay, what was your thoughts on that? No, I honestly think Sheamus is the best Irish-born champ or superstar. He really is. Like things that he's done, he's made work. Like everything that WWE has thrown at him, he's really made it work for everybody that he has worked with. Uh, even with like you guys said, the Cesaro matches the everything else with him, I yeah. would say he is the best, you know, at that. And going back to the Finn Balor thing, I think if he did get hurt, then, you know, maybe he, he would be up there, but I would have to say Seamus is the top Irish board wrestler with yeah. fit and Balor and Becky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't um, forget about Becky. Yeah. Cause you, you can't put, Killian Dane in there. Oh, I'm sorry. You just, <laughs> or Jordan yeah. Devlin. Or Jordan Devlin. <laughs> no, you just no. can't. It's too early in their career. But see, but that's what I'm talking about. Also, nah. it's just a simple fact that Seamus has been there for a while and he's still going, man. Is he a lifer? He's a lifer for yeah. sure. Yeah. And also, I want to I want to reiterate. And, and for those that has, don't sorry, but the, yeah. for those that don't know what I meant by lifer, I'm meaning lifer in WWE. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, you know, he's a, he's gonna be strictly WWE. He's gonna retire with WWE. Um, there's not even a handful of people that I know of that uh, has been a lifer. I mean, John Cena, The Rock, yep. uh, Randy Taker, Undertaker, Kane. Well, Kane used to wrestle for uh, different promotions, though. I'm talking about started their career in WWE. Nowhere Randy else. Or- Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Miz Edge, Edge, Miz. Miz Christian, too, or not? No, Christian's yeah, Christian. been all over. Well, <laughs> no, no, you, yeah, no, no, Christian wouldn't be on that list because he's with AEW now. I'm talking about started their career in WWE and ended their career ended. in WWE and didn't go nowhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm talking about. But go ahead, sorry, but yeah, uh, Sheamus eighth in total wins of all time. That's wow. huge. Behind that the Undertaker, Kane, Triple H, you know, guys like that. He's eighth and he's still going and he's within reach of seventh and sixth place. So if he's on this streak of wins, look, um, that's huge for him. Yeah. And Triple H is huge behind uh, Sheamus. He's the one yeah. that brought him up. And even that match that he had with Triple H, at, I think it was WrestleMania 26. Or something like that. He killed it with him. Yeah. yeah. Impressive. And honestly, here recently, I think Seamus's best work is right now. Yeah. He's yeah. he's killing it in all his matches. Yeah. Every every one of them that he's had. Yeah, like I think it's like the past, I have to say the past what three three months. Yeah. And like just knocking shit out the park, man. With everything that it gets thrown at him. And that's rare for wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that I think honestly. I think his biggest challenge was when they were doing that bullshit with Cesaro, because mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say, even us, you know, yeah, we, we, we hated ourselves it. up. We hated it. We were like, "What the fuck are they doing?" You know, this is every fucking week now, and da, 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 da. and then all of a sudden we're like, "You know what? That match wasn't that bad." Yeah. <laughs> and then the following week, we was like, "Damn, they're turning it up." Then the following week after that, they were like, damn, I, I, we're not like we're not liking this anymore. So what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, they're a team called the Ba. Um, yeah. So Matt Novak, our 
correspondent for the UK and doing the UK report now. Uh, he said he's certainly a contender, especially if you consider his achievements. But for me, it's probably Finn, as he did amazing work in Japan as well. What he's done in WWE. Wow. All righty then. He put right. Finn Balor up there. Holy shit. Ain't that something? It happens. It ha- it yeah. does, yes. All right. Well, hey, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Matt. Well, the people have voted, and okay. 89% say yes, Sheamus is the greatest of all time as an Irish-born wrestler. 11% say no, he's not. Oh, well, hmm. very small percentage. Yeah. All right, what else do we got on our Facebook page? Is uh, oh, the Mount Rushmore of commentators. Um, yes. this is pretty much a commentator's themed week, I guess. Uh, well, and the reason why is because you know they did the shake up, uh, switching everybody around, releasing Samoa Joe. Uh, before we go to the Mount Rushmore of um, of commentators, commentators. uh. Samoa Joe, I mean, how did you guys think he did as a commentator? I didn't uh, personally, I didn't like it. So there, there's my answer. <laughs> what about I you guys? Didn't, I didn't think he was that bad. I mean, I don't think he was the greatest, you know, ever. I don't think that was his main purpose to be a commentator. But he did okay for what, you know, WWE threw at him. So, But yeah, my, my, my thing is... Uh, I think he should have been like a heels commentator. To me, I he agree. was playing both sides of the fence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Very difficult. Like he was trying to find it and couldn't find it. So he was playing both sides of the fence. Yeah. That's how I feel. Rick. Yeah. He was just, I, I wasn't a big fan of his. I just know that he was a big fan of the Glasgow kiss because he was like, give us a kiss. Yeah. Every time yeah. Drew McIntyre <laughs> threw it, it was just like, all right, we get it. You like to say that phrase. It's not getting over. <laughs> he tried getting it over. He yeah. tried getting it over. And I can guarantee in the bag, he's like, hey, I'm trying to get that over, brother. <laughs> yeah. So as far as commentator goes, I thought I found this one to be a little bit difficult because you yes. can only choose four. Um, because yeah. obviously in Mount Rushmore, there's four faces. So that's <laughs> you can't pick five. It doesn't make sense. But um what are you guys' uh, Mount Rushmore? Clay, we'll, we'll go with you first. What is your Mount Rushmore for commentators? For me, number one, it's got to be JR. Jim Ross is the best commentator there ever was. Uh, number two, I would say Jerry Lawler. Number three, I'd probably say Bobby Heenan. And number four, I'd say Gorilla Monsoon. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's a good list. I think you have three of the four that I have. Um, but my number one is no way, no way is going to be JR. My number one is Bobby the Brain Heenan, greatest yeah. of all time on it. He made you want to watch these mm-hmm. matches. He made you want to see these guys get their asses kicked. It was just, oh, so good. And, of course, if you go with Bobby the Brain Heenan, you got to go with Gorilla Monsoon. Who was, who was just as great as Bobby the Brain Heenan. Would you stop? It was just so great. His voice, everything, the glasses, everything about him was perfect. Mm. They gelled together. They were peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say 
good old Jr. As yeah. as much as we get on him now, I think Jr. Yeah. is up there on the upper echelon of commentary. But now I'm gonna throw a little wild card out there at you guys. Okay. Many people probably wouldn't pick him, but I'm going with Mike Tanay. I think Mike Tanay was yeah. the great work in WCW, the great work in TNA, made you want to see these matches, got you excited, and I guess that's what's your job. Your job is yeah. to get me excited to want to watch these matches, and these four guys, Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, Mike Tanay, and Jim Ross, did just that. So those, that's yeah. my Mount Rushmore. That's not a bad yeah. list. really no. isn't. No, mine's is kind of similar to yours. Um, of course, I'm more old school, so I love the nostalgic commentary because they were actually pretty funny. But I do agree. The first two is, in my opinion, especially as a team, too, is definitely Bobby oh. the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon. Um, my next one would be uh, Jr. Because uh, I'm sorry, you you can't go wrong with Jr. I'm, I'm now. I'm not talking recent Jr. I'm talking oh, about yeah. Attitude, attitude, <laughs> attitude era. era. You know, he yeah. was so passionate calling these matches, and and I, I it was funny. Like I was rewatching, of course, everybody's seen this probably a thousand times. The Hell in the Cell match with Mick Foley and the Undertaker, oh, yeah. and him Classic. hearing Jr. saying, "Oh my God, would you stop the damn match already? He's broken in half." <laughs> <laughs> but then. Uh, the second part when Foley went through the cell, he says it again. He's broken in half. God dang it! Stop the damn man. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, so the passion of him uh, listening to him calling these wrestling matches was it's it's bar none the best ever. Um, yeah. But the tandem <clears throat> is definitely Heenan and uh, Gorilla Monsoon. But I'm going to change mine up a little bit and go with Gordon Soley. Gordon Soley, man, he was, yeah, no, Rick, shame on you for that. He was probably, back in the day, the voice you'd love to hear calling wrestling. And and, and the one thing that always stood out for me is because, of course, you know, first starting out watching wrestling and learning what some of these moves are and, uh, yeah, you hit him with a body slam and, you know, oh, my God, that was a suplex. I always heard it as a suplex, but he always had to add his own little twist and call it a suple. That <laughs> 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 was a wonderful suple. I was like, hey, what? Wait a minute. I thought it was a suplex, man. And for those listening, uh, Gordon Sully, he was on radio when wrestling was just on radio, yeah. that's how old it was. Yeah. Yeah. But he was, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. If you he want was... me to be honest, I had no clue who that is. Look him up, Clay. Shame <laughs> on you. Shame on I you. Have, I, I'm with you, Clay. I, I'm making a joke about Tony, and apparently he went over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Dude. When he was out, you guys were just a gleam in your daddy's eye. So there. That's, that's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go and see what the people thought. Uh, Antoine says, as far as the Washington D.C. native goes, uh, my Mount, Mount Rushmore for commentator goes Jim Ross, Bobby Heenan, JBL, and Jerry the King Lawler. No, 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 no. JBL. I don't put. I wouldn't put JBL in that category. Uh, no. Not even. No. No. Terrible. Justin Adams says Heenan Ross. 
Lawler and Ronaldo in that exact order. Wow. Okay. You know what? Listen, Mauro, all-time sports, greatest of all time. In yeah. all sports, he's the greatest. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mike Norris, he says, Ross Monsoon Styles and Ronaldo. Now, Joey Styles? Joey oh, Styles. My oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, I think Joey Styles, for me, he wasn't a bad commentator, but he was too arrogant while he was doing his commentating. You know what I'm saying? And, yes, I I get it. That was his shtick, but that doesn't – that would only work for somebody like a Jerry the King Lawler or even a Samoa Joe because they can back up what they're saying. Right. I'm sorry to say, Joey, you would get your ass handed to you if somebody were to confront you the way you were doing your commentary. I didn't mind his commentary at, at all. He always put a lot of emphasis when he was doing his commentating, but I would not, I honestly, I would not put him in a Mount Rushmore though. No, yeah. no. Uh, TJ from uh, the wrestling POV global. He says, Jim Ross, golden Gordon Soli. See, he, he agreed with me. Lance Russell and Ed Whalen. Now, if you don't know, Lance Russell was a commentator uh, for the NWA, Mid-Atlantic. And he did that from, I think, 1958 or some shit. I wasn't even born to like 97. So he did it for quite a while. And uh, also Continental Wrestling Association. But just look it up, man. Just look it up. You don't know who he is. He was pretty good. He was all right. And uh, Ed Ed Whaling was a um, he did stampede wrestling, and uh, he did a lot of sports too, other than wrestling. And um, it was I think in I don't remember where, but uh, but he went by Whaling Ed. Uh, that was his nickname, and he was kind of nasally a little bit, but he was funny though. He was really funny. If you look him up, he he did a nice Tony is a Tony Diaz takeover with these old guys. <laughs> Goddamn right it is. <laughs> but it's funny. He did a. I remember watching one of his, it was like a promo. I don't know what the fuck it was. Oh my god, I forgot the guy's name. He was a big guy. He I think he tag teamed with uh, one man gang at one time. He was short, fat, beard, everything. Oh my god, it was funny as fuck. Oh, I don't remember his name. But anyway, he did a segment with him. And just the reason why I'm bringing that up is because um, he, uh, the way he was talking to him was just like, he was calling him fat. He was saying, get out of here. You're not a wrestler. <laughs> like, dude, he'll fuck you up, man. But the way he was just talking to him, it was funny as fuck. Um, but yeah, he, he had, I don't want to say nasally, but yeah, it was he had a distinct voice. But uh, some People are like that. I'm one of them. But <laughs> all right. Uh, Darren Metzler, he says, Gordon Soley, Jim Ross, Lance. You, you see, now he, he fucked up. He named like 10 people. <laughs> it's not what we were asking. Matt Novak, he said, Jim Ross, Lawler, McMahon, and Monsoon. Mm, mm. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know. Um, he left Bobby Heenan off, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, McMahon. I wouldn't. I'm not angry about though. I'm not angry good. about McMahon. McMahon was, was really good, but yeah, I, I, I honestly think what ruined McMahon was when word got out that he was the owner of the company. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know either. Yeah. 
I didn't know. I don't think anybody knew at that time. So, you know, God, of course, there was no internet either. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, if internet was around back in, the, in that day, do you think wrestling would be the way it is? No, no. <laughs> not at all. No. Not, not the way it is now. I'm talking about the way it was back then. No. I no. mean, you would have fit. First of all, look at how mad they got with uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Iron Sheet. Could you imagine mm-hmm. if, if, if we had internet? That shit, all oh, kayfabe is dead now. Imagine yeah. what it would have been then. There you know been what's nothing. funny? Funny that you brought that up because where they got pulled over was, um, I know the exact location. Wow. Because wow. <laughs> I, I lived about a mile from there. <laughs> yeah. Well, because Hacksaw is a, a native of South Glens Falls or Glens Falls. Yeah. And I lived in South Glens Falls, which is a mile, a mile away. But uh, I, I don't know. I th- Just imagine, though, seriously, imagine if the Internet was alive and well back then. Twitter oh. uh, in particular. Superstar Billy Graham. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I think he would have just tore it up back then. And he would have used would've... social media to do it. I would say he would already be bad. He would have. Yes. Woof. Matt Allen, he said Monsoon, JR, Go- Gordon Soli, and Vince. Okay. A lot of people throwing out Gordon Soli. I'm just saying, <laughs> I ain't wrong. <laughs> so, all right. So there you have it. There's wasn't no percentage on that one, right, Rick? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, now, finally, in our uh, Facebook post, uh, does Oscar need some time off? Now I know Rick, you've been. I don't want to say I've been pushing for this. I've been pushing for this. I've been pushing for this for a while. Yeah, you've been saying um, that uh, Oscar just needs to go. That she needs to be doing some shit uh, other than wrestling because her it's like it was just not working. Um, yeah. So you take over this one. Yeah, you know, Asuka has been working through the pandemic. She's a pandemic champion. Mm-hmm. She's busted her ass carrying this women's division. But now it's grown stale, and she needs to take some time off, in my opinion. Now, I got excited a couple of weeks ago when she started being aggressive again. And I even got more excited this past week when she said, bitch. I was like, <laughs> what? You said bitch? Oh, my God, Asuka. Ooh, that was, no, yeah, yeah. We never heard Honest, that before. Yeah, never. <laughs> uh, but honestly, I think she needs to take time off. I think Hikaru Shida needs to take time off. I hey, think Io Shirai alone. I think Io Shirai <laughs> needs to take time off. All these pandemic champions need to take time off because they've grown stale. Shida has defended the belt eight goddamn times. Enough yeah. is enough, and it's time for a change. You, you know, get her alone. Oscar needs to move on, take some time off, repackage herself, come back stronger than ever. Um, sh- big ups to her. Like she busted her ass through this pandemic, but mm-hmm. no, she, she it's time for her to ride off into the sunset, come back stronger than ever. Take some time, heal up, do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, Clay. For sure, needs needs some time off. Uh, like Rick said, she was uh, through the whole pandemic. She was champion, busting her butt, you know, doing everything possible to make that title relevant. And she really did a good job. And you know, 
repackage her, make her a heel, you know, or whatever back to a heel. Like she, I think she's better as a heel than she is a face, but she just needs, she needs time off. That's, that's for sure with EO and possibly Sheeta. I mean, it's, it's time for something different to happen. Yeah, I agree. Uh, She's been overworked in my opinion. Um, There has been like what Rick, Rick just said, there's been times where she's, you know, she shows this aggressiveness and it's like, that's the Oscar I want to see. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she ruins it uh, with some of the crazy shit. Um, I think they humanized her in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's not the Oscar I wanted to see. I wanted to see the Oscar that I've seen when she was in um, NXT. Uh, NXT. She was a badass there. She was, I mean, Christ, man. She was knocking it out the park, the undefeated streak and everything. So for me, it's like, uh, I don't know. I think they humanized her. Like, I thought she was going to go into like the crazy Oscar when she started putting the paint on her face, you know, the yeah. green spraying mist and all that other shit, you know? And I was like, damn, they're really doing this to Oscar. All right. I'm in, I'm all in for it, but they didn't, it's like, they didn't pursue it. I get it. It was pandemic so you don't really want her spitting in the face but i i don't know <clears throat> is it time for her to take a break yes definitely for sure um there's a few people that need to do that but like what clay said come back as a fucking badass though come mm-hmm. back as a super mega heel and you know what i wouldn't be mad if she came back with Io Shirai. And did some kind of tag or whatever or just start beating the shit out of people. I would love that. I would love to see that because with her and Carrie Sane, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I I loved Carrie Sane because she was being somebody different and it was a little bit out of her element because she was doing that pirate gimmick all the time and then she kind of changed that up. But I think with, with Io Shirai, I think they can just tear it up. Uh, Yeah. And I'm, I'll be looking forward to that. But uh, does she need time off? Yes. Uh, I know I'm not going to read everybody's response because a lot of them were pretty much like a yes and a no and yes and a no. So, Rick, what were the final numbers? The final numbers were 65% say yes, take some time off, Oscar, and 35% say no, don't take time off. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, there you go. So uh, that is uh, your Facebook post. Um, if anybody has any suggestions on what to put on our, or just throw it on our fucking page. Jesus Christ, man. I can't say that enough, but, uh, yeah. And we'll talk about it on the show. Or if you have a, a hot tag news or a spotlight, throw it on our message board and tell us, Hey, can you guys do this one? <laughs> for sure. And we'll do it. Why yeah. not? So, all right. You know what? It's time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right, before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. <laughs> All right, the Brooklyn Brawler turned 60 years old. Wow, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Uh, Nikki did a lot of shows Cross. Nice, yeah. yeah. All right, and, and, interrupting? No, yeah, no, I am. I'm going to keep interrupting. And okay. he played Doink the Clown. A few yes, he times. did. Yeah. Yes. For those that don't know. Yeah. I think that's yeah. it. Okay. Uh, Nikki Cross turns 32 years old. She's lost a lot of weight. Yes, Have you she seen did. what she looks like now? Yes. She's she lost good. a lot of weight. She looks good. Yeah, she's been hitting that gym. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of hitting that gym, Tony Atlas. Uh, 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 
He turned <laughs> 67 years old. Wait, how old? 67. And he's still jacked. Yep. Yes. Jesus, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Tony and his feet fetish. Well, wait. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway. Uh, T-Bar <laughs> turns 34 years old. Wow. Oh, you think name change next week? Uh, I hope so. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. But um, uh, Britt Baker so. turns 30 years old. Yeah. She had a little party and... Uh, her, her, is it a fiance or just boyfriend, girlfriend? Adam I think Cole. it's just boyfriend, girlfriend, Adam Cole, baby. Ah, Adam Cole, baby. Um, yeah, he was there too. Was yeah. There. Um, and of course, last but not least, John Cena turns 44 years old. Really? Wow. Yeah. Speaking of John hey. Cena, right? It's funny. No, but it's funny because on my, I got a friend's request. From John Cena. Wow. wow. <laughs> he wants to be friends with me on Facebook. You know, wow. it's funny because John Cena was in our spotlight last week. Yeah. And then right away, Karrion Cross wants to fight him. It's just yeah. like everybody that we put into the spotlight has something big happen to them afterwards. Mm-hmm. So what's next for Sheamus? Sheamus mm. is going to become a mega champion. What's going to happen? We'll find yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. But with that being said, it is now time for the wrestling news from around the world. Big congratulations are in order for Ronda Rousey as she is four months pregnant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations, Ronda. I know she's been trying for a while. Um, I'm just more ecstatic because this keeps her away from WWE. So. (laughs) Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I'm just very happy about that. Uh, Chelsea Green, before she was released, the storyline was for her to be Charlotte's protege on TV. So she was supposed to be like the lackey and stuff like that, and then she was supposed to have a feud with Charlotte. Um, But But uh, obviously, yes. No, I was going to say, also, she was supposed to be part of a faction. Yes. All female faction, yeah. Yeah, she wanted to do it with Santana Garrett. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the other name, but mm-hmm. she was supposed to do a female uh, fashion. Yes, you're right. Um, Sabaray del Sol Manny, aka Kalisto, is taking bookings as of July 14th. He's yeah. already taking bookings for after July 14th when yeah. his contract is th- his 90 days are up. Yeah. So, so, did you hear about the story about why he was released? Uh-uh. So- uh uh. Yes. Go ahead. ahead. Well, well, no, well, apparently he had some heat backstage and uh, he didn't want to do the Lucha House party, but they uh, they kind of forced him to. It was Lince Dorado. Lince Dorado was the one that formed Lucha uh, House Party. And smart on Lince, though, if he was thinking, I could still make money off of this. And he did. And they did, actually. Um, It was all his idea and Kalisto wasn't having it. I don't blame Kalisto. Though to be honest, I don't. Yeah, he didn't want to be part of it. Um, he just thought it was a stereotype, and yep. he was like, "Nah, I don't want to do this." So that's why in that one angle they did where they were, you know, planning on separating him. That was when they were trying to take him out of Lucha House Party. But they said because of that, caused a little bit of friction within the heads of WWE, and that's why he's not there. Yeah. 
But I'm telling you, I, I, I honestly don't blame Kalisto at all. Yeah, you know? no, I agree and with you. He's gonna knock it out the park uh, when he starts doing his games. You watch, you watch. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, some sad news. Mongo McMichael, one of my favorite horsemen of all time, says he will be. Please out tell me you're public. joking. <laughs> Because you Mongo. said that with a serious fucking face. I love Mongo. Oh, man. Mongo McMichael. But I don't think wrestling loves him. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he gave us the gift that keeps on giving. If we'll you ever what? watch his highlight reels, it's just gold, Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> but uh, Mongo, Mike, 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 bleh, Mongo McMichael will be out of the public eye yeah. as he was diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Um, our thoughts and prayers and condolences go to Mongo McMichael and his family. We wish him the best. Um, he looks like a totally different person. Yeah. Um, just keep fighting, brother. This is a terrible disease. It's, it's taking out a lot of greats. Um, but mm. uh, just push through, brother. And our thoughts and prayers are with you. Um the biggest news coming this week has to do with Mickey James. Mm. As she posted on Instagram that she got her stuff sent back to her in garbage bags. Now, as this story developed, it was being told that Triple H and Stephanie, they fired the person that was involved. Now, at first, when I he- first heard that the person got fired, I was like, damn. So Jorge in the back is getting fired because... He put her stuff in a garbage bag. He was probably told to do that. But mm-hmm. no, that's not what happened. Mm-mm. The people that got fired was Mark Carano of Total Divas fame, the senior mm-hmm. director of talent relations, Nicole mm-hmm. Zioli, director of talent relations, and Joe Villa of public relations. Yeah. And pe- more people may be getting fired because of this. <laughs> Guys, what are your thoughts? I mean, some people are getting fired over this. Mm-hmm. Does Mickey, Mickey James was angry? The, the, is there a reason for this, Clay? What are your thoughts? I just what what happened there was very disrespectful, in my opinion, especially to Mickey James. Uh, just the whole, you know, it's just like here. Here's my thoughts on it. Basically, what they said, it's kind of like what happened if somebody were to get a divorce. Like, the man walks out, gives a trash bag, you're a piece of shit, and leave. Yeah. That's how I kind of felt with this, and very disrespectful to anybody to do that. You know, especially a company like WWE. But would I see somebody getting fired over it? Not, not really, as many people as it has. Like, a fine or, hey... You know that's not right. Whatever. If the if there was one person involved, the main person, yes, he should be fired. He or she should be fired. But a lot of other people, I, who knows the full story? You know. Yeah. That's just that's distasteful, very. Uh, mm-hmm. And apparently they've been doing this for years. Like they've mm-hmm. been doing this trash bag stuff for years. Yeah. It's just that Mickey James is calling it out. Yeah. And uh, I don't blame Stephanie, Stephanie no, McMahon apologized. They apologized to her, and she even said, you know what? This just shows you how I've been treated the last three years with the company. <laughs> and she's right. So, uh, and she's yeah, they right. misused her. Yeah, they definitely misused her. Tony, uh, what's your take on this whole garbage bag fiasco? Well, you know what? When I heard it was Mark Carano got fired, I jumped for joy. I cannot stand yeah. that, man. 
I always yeah. never, I never liked him. And I was just like, good, you fucking deserve that shit because you're a piece of shit, dude, the way you treat a lot of these wrestlers. Never been in the ring before. I've never heard of this dude until Total Fucking Divas. And then, you know, he has his attitude about himself. And, and let me tell you something. There's a lot of people that said the same shit about him. That his, yeah. he's very arrogant, very fucking cocky. He treats the wrestlers like shit. And mainly the women. So I, I don't know, I don't want to say like he's a womanizer. I'm not trying to I'm not going there. But you know, he did have this little bit of a chip on his shoulder when it came to the women. So for Mark Carano, you got fired. Good. Fuck you. I can't stand you. Everybody else that was involved in this to treat Mickey James like that, they yeah, deserve yeah. I mean to, uh, Mark Carano, if he was behind it all, yeah, fire his ass. Everybody else, he could have at least, goddamn, you know, gave him a warning. Like, yo, brother, don't be doing that. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, to, to do a whole chain of coxation and, and firing these motherfuckers, it's like, Jesus Christ, man. But Mark Carano, fuck you. Triple H, I heard you're hiring. I'm hey. <laughs> The same talent relations. You, I won't you, listen. Fired like three or four people. There's three available right now. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, if you want the hefty bags, we'll use the hefty bags. You want us to use glad bags? We we'll use glad bags. You don't want to use great value? All right, yeah. sure. We'll, we'll get the hefty. <laughs> hey, it promotes it, so there you go. Yeah. Hefty, It writes in itself, man. It's right yes. there. But uh, no, as far as Mark Carano goes, fuck you. I, I never liked you. To begin with, so get the fuck out of here. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with that being said, it is now time for our new segment, the NXT UK report with our UK correspondent, Matt Novak. Matt, take it away. So emanating from the BT Sports Studios in London, the show kicked off with Joe Kofi taking on my personal favorite NXT superstar, Eddie Dennis. The match was a hard-hitting contest with Dennis taking early advantage but eventually succumbing to Kofi's discus clothesline after some outside interference from both competitors. Overall, I only gave this match a 2.5, as there was a lot of sloppy moves on display throughout. We then saw the powerhouse Dave Mastiff take on Sam Gradwell in a short bout, with Gradwell coming out on top after a huge show of strength to deadlift and slam Mastiff for the pin. I'll give this match a 4. It was a really solid match from start to finish, even though it was only quite short. Next, they ran a VT promoting Minnie McKenzie and her desire to make a name for herself in NXT UK. From a personal um, experience of seeing her perform, I know she'll bring a lot to the brand and will be competing for the women's title very soon. WWE seems to be putting a lot of faith into young women and I hope that she can live up to the hype and adapt to the NXT style. She's been on the independence for quite a long time now. Hopefully she can bring that experience and adapt it into the NXT and the WWE style. Danny Luna was next in the ring against Ginny, uh, who was accompanied by Joseph Connors. This was a very technical matchup, uh, straight from the bell, with both competitors executing submission attempts within the first few minutes. Ginny picked up the win fairly quickly after distraction from Connors, allowing her to hit her rolling Liger kick and a roll-up pin. The match was a solid three-star match. After the break, we saw Sid Scala in his office answering some questions for the press when he was interrupted by Amir Jordan demanding a rematch against Kelly Williams. Scala informed Amir that a rematch had been agreed with the condition that the loser must leave NXT UK for good in what promises to be a great rematch from last week. And the final match of the night saw Shay Samuels and Noam Dar taking on Moustache Mountain. After a back and forth start to the match, Dar and Samuels took control and cut the ring off with quick tags preventing Seven from making the tag to Bate. Bate eventually managed to get into the ring after a hot tag, and after some strong uh, t- tag team work, 
managed to pick up the win for his team in a very entertaining four-star match. Overall, the show was a solid one with several storylines being progressed, giving the show an overall rating of 3.4. This is Matt Novak, and that is the NXT UK Report. Matt, man, this, this is why this is why you my 38 lads brethren. You were the man. He doesn't think so anymore. <laughs> hey, oh. we trying to rekindle this. Yeah, I bet <laughs> you were. Trying, trying to bring it back. Mm-hmm. Trying to bring it back. Sure. And you know what? Speaking of bringing it back, Tony, you don't talk about being champion that much, even though you're the champion. Yeah, yeah. I am. That's how you roll in the shine? Uh, you know what? I, I'm calm, cool, and collected. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I got you. I got you. I, I got respect you. that. Yeah. I mean, I do have to defend it, what, in April? Oh, uh, not in April. We are in April. Uh, in May. Yep. Yeah. See, that's Couple why I don't weeks. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the months. So he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm champion? Oh, shit. <laughs> Speaking of which, Tony, it's time for the rumors. Yeah. So uh, WWE, you know who they are. Yeah. Yeah. WWE, they believe there are three big money matches to be made with Roman Reigns, and he'll be protected until he can have them. The three are The Rock, Brock Lesnar, and John Cena. So they think mm-hmm. those are the three money matches for Roman. Brock, Whoa. we've already seen several times. Cena, we already seen several and, times. Mm-hmm. And Cena, yeah. I think the main moneymaker at all that is him and Rock. That oh, would God, be, yeah. absolutely. That would be. That's a WrestleMania, though. Um, oh, for sure. Now, with these, the other two, are they Mania matches too, or are they just other, uh, the Big Four pay per view? Big Four. Big yeah. Four, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm sorry to say, if they wait. WrestleMania after WrestleMania after that's three fucking years of Roman being changed. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well go after Bruno then. Exactly. Yeah, you're gonna do that. Yeah. So I kind of agree with it, but um, but uh, wait a minute. You know what? I will say this in defense of this statement is that when he faced them other two guys, he was a baby face, not a heel. That's true. So mm, now he's a heel. Is the vibe different? Um, Brock Lesnar, can you see people really cheering for Brock Lesnar when he comes back? Yes. Mm, depends on how they do it. Yes, true. Depends on how they do it. Uh, the Rock, obviously, uh, he'll get freaking cheered to no end. Um, John Cena will probably get some cheers out of it. Uh, they're making Roman to be a mega heel, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, two WWE sources indicate that an event in Saudi Arabia prior to the end of 2021 is very much on the table. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Yep. No. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Mm-mm. I don't. I'm just like, <laughs> here we go again with this. Um, yep. But now I'm going to throw this out there to you guys. Any one of y'all can take it. But if you were in their position, would you go? Now, now, mind you, mind you, it's a big pump uh, in your paycheck, a big jump in your paycheck um, or bump. Jesus Christ, I can't talk to you. <laughs> um, so, you know, let's just say uh, take the low end of what people are wrestlers are making there. Some of them are making like 300000 a year. But if you go to this um, uh Saudi Arabia show, they're gonna give you an extra hundred grand. Would you go? If yeah. I'm getting paid, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to agree. I for the money, absolutely. Yeah. How can you turn hell that down? Yeah. 
Hell so, you, yeah. so, you, so we can't really say anything much about uh, them going to Saudi Arabia then? No. <laughs> no. Hell but... no. Yes. Uh, but that's our job. It is. <laughs> it is. And the thing of it is, a lot of people don't like the fact of, of uh, them going over there. And that's completely fine. That's your opinion. Um, while discussing his expiring WWE contract, Daniel Bryan said that he's trying to find a way to wrestle for WWE and for other companies. Mm. How far do you think that'll go? Why, not Daniel? very far. Not very the, far, pal. WWE's yeah. not going to be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, pal. Nope. Do whatever <laughs> you want. Get the fuck out of here. No. No. And uh, finally, Selena Vega is rumored to be going to... <gasps> Back to WWE and possibly with Aleister Black. What? Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see what you're doing there. Now, nor- normally, what I when I hear a rumor, I was trying to find several sources of it, and this was from several sources, several okay. good sources too. And I'm just like, <gasps> could this be true? Zelina Vega back in WWE? I I, I said it back then and i'm gonna say it now they dropped the ball when it came to her they did absolutely she was bilingual very good promo not the best wrestler but she was a good shit talker yeah, um yeah. her and alistair black have a lot of similarities as far as a couple goes and that's why they are a couple um it's gonna be weird to see Zelina Vega in that role because obviously they just started showing Aleister Black's promos on SmackDown. Um, I've it's weird because I've seen him even before they started showing this shit. But either way, he, he neither here or there. It's going to be weird to if this is true to see where Zelina Vega would fit and how can she pull it off? I say yeah. yes. I say yes. I think she can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. All right, so that's it. That's all I got for the rumors. Clay, the injury, please. What I've heard for the injuries, uh, Randy Orton may have hurt his shoulder during a match with Riddle on Monday Night Raw and could lead taking his scheduled time off sooner than later. So I don't, I don't know for sure if he did or not, mm-hmm. but that's just what I've heard. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know. If he's not there on Monday, we'll know. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. We'll know for sure, yeah. But, hey. Take some time off, Randy. You deserve it. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got the hot tag news. Adnan Verk. What are your thoughts so far on Adnan Verk? That's our hot tag news right there. We had commentary on Mount Rushmore. Is Adnan Verk in the top four commentators of all time? No. That's too soon to tell, obviously. Yeah, and it is too soon to tell right now, but from what I've seen in in this comment, or not comment, this pose was a so far. What do you think of this comment so far? Um, For me, so far, he looks lost. Um, Yeah. Does he have a good voice for this? Yes, he does, but I can still see and hear the sports caster in him. Um, I'm sorry, sports caster uh, personality. They call shit differently than if you were in WWE commentary. It's to- two totally different things. And I think he's still trying to find that. And it's, it's a little bit difficult with the people that he's with. Corey Grayson and, and um, 
Byron. Byron. Um, but he, so I don't know. For me, he's a little lost. He's got the voice. He just needs to find his edge, in my opinion. No pun. Yeah, you know, I I look at Adnan Burke and I I hear the sportscaster and I just think, and I think he's good. I think there's nothing wrong with him. If I had to be specific about something, learn your shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Learn your shit. Yeah. Learn the moves. Yeah. Like he should not be on Monday Night Raw, the the the, the show that's been televised for twenty plus years and mm-hmm. week in and week out, and you're there and you're not knowing the moves. Sets, you're not knowing the finishers, you're not knowing the spots mm-hmm. in which these wrestlers do things. Like, you need to get your shit together. Other than that, <laughs> and I know that's a lot, but other than that, <laughs> he has a good voice. I like his style. I like the way he says things. But, dude, you need to know what a suplex is. You need to know what a, a, <laughs> a he- headlock is and stuff like that. So, other than just don't learn the fucking job before you take it. <laughs> but then again, I would take it in the heartbeat. I bet you I would, would. for sure. I bet you would. <laughs> All right, Clay, what are your thoughts on him so far? You know, I, you know, for the first couple of times that he's probably ever commentated wrestling, he's not terrible. But I agree 100 percent with what you said. A sportscaster like basketball, baseball, football is so much different than wrestling in general. Like he needs to know every move set. Because he kind of sound he's not just kinda he sounds stupid when it yeah. comes when it comes to that yeah. and there's two different elements to it now I think with time he will get a lot better uh, going through everything in general it's just it's a different world man with you know with wrestling plus with sports commentary it's so much different I mean me personally never have done it in my life but just watching sports all my life there's it's so different yeah like, now. I, I have a question. I'm not going to ask Clay because I already know his answer. But, Tony, who's better, Adnan Burke or <laughs> Pat McAfee so far? <laughs> Ooh, boy. You know, I was I want to I go with Pat McAfee, but the past two – I mean, he's not doing great, but he's not doing yeah. bad either. You know, now, I think mind Pat you is this, still trying to find his way. Pat yeah. didn't have Vince McMahon in his ear the first no. week. The no. second week, he had him in his ear. Oh really? So, I we were yeah. Free reign. No, so Vince McMahon uh, wasn't there the first week, so mm-hmm. that's why he had the free reign. But Vince McMahon showed up, and uh, it was funny because he said it uh, with Bubba Ray, uh, Pat McAfee. He was just like, "Yeah, Bubba Ray told him, yeah, oh, forget that. Week one didn't happen. If Vince <laughs> wasn't there, it didn't happen.' <laughs> so we're gonna start judging you on how you handle Vince, because when Vince gets in your ear, it's a whole different ball game." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but no, I, I think I think Pat McAfee is doing a better job right now. But I think Anon has a better future. I just wish they gave Byron more of a push. Yes. Byron is so uh, good, man. He's he underutilized. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I, yeah. yeah. Uh, Darren Metzler, he says too early to gauge. No, so, no. I'm like okay. And it is. I think. I think we need to revisit this in about a month or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or actually, you know, well, what's the next pay per view? When is that? In May sometime. That is <laughs> WrestleMania Backlash. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, I think we can revisit this after that pay per view. See how he does with the, you know, a pay per view thingy, magic. Uh, Justin Adams, he says, is that Joe from Impractical Jokers? <laughs> Vince probably said he's a lot cheaper than Samoa Joe, so. 
Damn. Jesus, man. That is just <laughs> terrible. God, man. What is wrong with people? Um, <laughs> that's pretty funny, though. Um, all right. With that, uh, that that's your hot <laughs> tag. Joe from Impractical Jokers. Seriously. Oh, my Lord. All right. That is your hot tag news for this week. If you have any suggestions, uh, throw it on our Facebook page and uh, we'll, we can make it a hot tag news. Uh, with that being said, I think it's time for a break, a pause for the cause, if you will. Uh, and when we come back, we got This Week in Wrestling. Yo, 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 it's your boy JTG, former WWE superstar, one half of the illest tag team ever, Crime Time. Make sure everyone else, I want you guys to listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. You guys and girls is killing it, man. Keep doing your thing. Cheer. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. The Wrestling POV Podcast has t-shirts. All yep. you have to do is go to prowrestlingtees.com slash wrestlingpov and you can get yourself a t-shirt today for $19.99 plus shipping and handling. Guys, we have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five t-shirts available for you guys. Get a t-shirt because you know why? Because with that money, we get to run four different shows for you guys. Yeah. We have Wrestling POV Podcast every Saturday. Every Thursday, we have Wrestling POV Global. And every Wednesday, we have Wrestling POV Quarantine. And after every major pay-per-view, we have Wrestling POV Aftermath. And with that, we also have the pay-per-view points game, where you can either be a champion or you could be a turd. You could be a Tony or you could be a Rick. <laughs> Choose to be a Rick. With that being said, it is time for This Week in Wrestling. Tony, let's get raw. All right. Uh, low points of raw. Uh, you know what, Clay? I'm going to let you go first. What was your low points of raw? My low point for raw was the whole Miz TV segment. Uh, the celebration mm -hmm. of, you know, the Miz and Mrs. show and the documentary that's coming out on Miz, which would be really interesting, but yeah. this didn't lead nowhere. I didn't understand it that much. Plus what priest coming out, setting up the match. I gave it a one. It was, it just wasn't there for me. I didn't really, I didn't really enjoy it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. My, Cause I have the same thing, but I'm going to do you one better. I gave it a 0.5 because I didn't like it. Uh, the whole Miz promo. It was just for me. I'm like, okay, I'm glad Maurice is there, but um, that whole shtick that they did, all that was, was just to promote his uh, TV show. Um, yep. does it really fit in for raw? I'm gonna say no, uh, but no, nah, I, I didn't like it at all. Rick, what was your low? Um, uh, my lowest point was the opening of the show with Drew McIntyre and MVP's promo. Yeah, it just seems like there's no connection there, like they cut each other off, they aren't saying things that make sense from time to time, and it just wasn't good enough for me. I gave it a one, I also gave a one to Elias defeating Kofi. Because, again, the New Day antics, I'm just not behind. I yeah. just don't enjoy it, and I just want it to be over. And also, I have to say, as a low point, where the fuck is AJ and Omos? Yeah. The tag team yeah. champions? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went in at Mania yep. and then, you know, hijinks the title and disappeared. Mm -hmm. That's it. it. <laughs> yeah. But instead, they did the fucking... No, nothing against Seamus, but they did that fucking segment and... Fucking Herb Humberto. Um, uh, high points. I'm gonna go with honestly, and you guys probably gonna hate me for it, but 
it's my opinion. Uh, I gave a three to Cedric and Shelton versus the Viking Raiders. I thought that was a very good match. Um, yeah, they. It's like I like, watched it last week. Yeah, but yeah. but the thing of it is, is that the Viking Raiders, I think they starting to realize that not that they're going to get cut, but I I think there's they're trying to take advantage of this TV time. And you have to, you know, as a performer, if you're given TV time, if you're given even five fucking seconds, you got to make the best five fucking seconds of your life. Why? Because then that way they can bring you back. And the Viking Raiders, since they came back, I've seen they've been on like a different level. I, yeah, it was the same match, but it's like the energy and everything else. I was like invested in it because they're trying to stay relevant. And mm-hmm. I don't blame them on that. Um Anything close to it, I had a bunch of 2.5s. Um, I thought it was interesting with um, T-Bar and Mace being unmasked. Um, yeah, yeah. Curious to know if they are going to stay with those names or are they going to go back to their regular name? Um, I think uh, Madden, I think he needs to keep Mace. I like that name. T-Bar, though, no, it's, it's too close to T-Bag. But you know, <laughs> go back to Dominic. Well, he can't be Dominic Dijakovic anymore. Or he can't be Dominic because there's another Dominic. So yeah. I have to go back to a Dijakovic. But um, <clears throat> uh, but Madden, I think if he keeps Mace, it's appropriate for him. It, yep. it, you know, but it was just weird to see them without the mask, you know, even though we already knew what they look like. It was like they look like a totally different person. Yeah, um, sure. But so I didn't mind that. I'm actually curious to know what's going to happen um, next week. So it intrigued my mind. Um, but there was some other ones that w- that really didn't stood out. But actually, you know what? The Charlotte promo, Oscar and Rhea Ripley, I didn't mind that. I thought I actually kind of dug it. I was like, okay. But still, Oscar needs to take time off. Rick, what was your high points for Raw? <laughs> My high points was uh, Riddle defeating Orton. I gave that a 3.5. I thought it was a really hard-hitting match. Riddle impresses me every time he goes out there. And I also gave a 3.5 to Alexis Playground. Man, I don't want to mess with Lily because <laughs> Lily didn't like him or she doesn't like the Raw Women's roster. So mm-hmm. I'm intrigued. I thought the flashback pictures and putting Lily into the pictures was creepy as hell. Mm-hmm. I thought that was it was cool. great. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's awesome. I do want to say one thing as my side notes is the Lana and Naomi defeating Nia and Shayna. I thought it was a terrible match. But what I was impressed with was Lana selling her arm injury through and through. Like, mm-hmm. when the ref went to raise her hand, she was like, no, 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 the other arm. And she was really into selling her arm injury. Yeah. But other than that, it was trash. But, yeah, those are my high points of Raw. Clay. Is he there? Can you hear, you? Can you hear us, Clay? <laughs> Can anybody hear me? Can anybody hear me? Clay, are you back hey. with us? Oh, okay. What was the high points of Raw? My high points was Riddle versus Randy Orton. I gave that a three. Uh, really enjoyed this match. And like Rick said, Riddle impresses me every week going going through and all that. And I also gave a three to Alexis's Playground. I really enjoyed the whole concept of that. The pictures were awesome. Saying how she pushed that little bitch off the swing. Yeah. That was that yeah. was cool. And having that, you oh, know, having cool. that ordeal. I like where she's going with this as a separation to the feed. 
And I will also have a side note. Uh, I lo- <laughs> what made me laugh was the riddle on a scooter with Randy Orton and bothering him. Randy, <laughs> you really could tell that he was getting annoyed by it. Yeah. And at the end of it, what made me laugh was when Riddle, Randy was walking away and Riddle goes, no fangs, bro. Like, <laughs> I, I thought that was hilarious in itself. So I, I like Riddle. Yeah. All right. Uh, overall, I gave Raw a two this week. Rick. I'm with you, Tony. I gave it a two. Wow. Um, Clay, I almost forgot your name. Yeah. Um, I gave it a 1.9, so a little bit off you guys. Wow. All right. It is now time for AEW Donald Live. Ooh. <laughs> All right. My low points of uh, AEW this week was the elite promo with Mox and Kingston. I gave it a 0. 0.5. I just thought it was bad editing. They were just in the trailer. No. Where the hell did they go? Yeah. Right. But not only that, looking at, and yes, this is me being very, very picky. That segment, um, the good, well, everybody, they were all looking out the window on the right side yep. of the trailer. Okay. Yeah. But then when they showed Monxley ramming into that trailer, there was no window on that side. The window was on the other side. Yep. Yeah. They don't pay attention to shit like that. Because that was the first thing I looked for, was the, for that window that they were looking out in. Because the window that they were looking out in, that was the same side where Moxley was hitting the trailer. But instead, the window was on the other side. So it made yep. no sense at all. Hated it. Sorry. That's definitely that's definitely being very picky. But yes. I understand it. It's just little things me, like that. For me, it was like, where the hell did they go? They right. disappeared. No, no like, sign in sight. They pulled a shack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just disappeared. They got Kazam. <laughs> they say, get us out of here. Now, my next low point, I gave it a one, was the Pinnacle interview. And I'm just going to go off on a tangent because I went off on a tangent on Recipe OV Global this past week. Fuck MJF. What have you done in the business to call yourself the best? I get it. That's the job of a heel, but you are terrible. Yo, you are cheap heat. That's all you're about. You give middle fingers to little kids in your pictures. That does not make you a badass. You are five foot two standing on a fucking, (laughs) standing on a fucking phone book. You are nothing, bro. You don't wrestle. You don't wrestle at all. And when you do, your matches aren't that great. I don't see what people see in MJF and they call him the greatest heel of all time. No. You can't call yourself the best. You fucking suck. I am sick of NJF. Woo. All right. You good? <laughs> yes, I'm good. Okay. Clay, what are your low points of AEW? Low points for me, I was also the whole uh, elite and Moxley and Kingston thing. I gave it a one. It, just to me, like, it didn't make much sense. Plus, they were saying the whole stick of how good they are, how elite they are, blah, 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 that whole ordeal. I just didn't find it that exciting to me. And also, another low point I did have was QT Marshall versus Billy Gunn. I just yeah. I gave that a one, too. I, you know, with me, like, you built this whole faction. You're, you know, supposed to be dominant with this faction, and you have a hard time beating old Billy Gunn. Like just yeah. to be general, like Billy is, I like Billy. Billy is awesome, but his, his time is up and you're telling me that you're having a hard time beating Billy Gunn. So I gave him <laughs> one. 
Yeah. It wasn't there. That, they made it so fucking obvious what they were going to do with a wooden chair. Exactly. Right? Man. Yeah. Too obvious. Tony, what are you, what's your low points? Of it, it was the same thing I think everybody else said with the Elite promo. I hated it. Everything, like I said, I, yeah, I was being very fucking picky. Yes, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> I gave it a point five. All right. You know, I it's hard for me to find one specific thing because I gave out a lot of 2.5s. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to say, Sheeta defeating Conti. That is your eighth title fence, right? Like, it's time to, like I said earlier in the show, she needs to get that strap off of her. Someone take it off of her, and I hope it's Britt Baker. But with all that being said, I think Adam Page defeating Ricky Starks was the match of the night. I gave it a 2.5. It's the closest to a three. Starks broke his fucking neck. Oh, my God, yeah. But I was glad to see Ricky Starks. I was telling the global guys, I think this is the first time I've ever seen him wrestle Mm -hmm. singles on Dynamite. Yeah. So <laughs> no, he's been there a few times, know. but yeah. Yeah. That was Not one of my first times seeing him. Yeah. It, yeah, um, it was awkward. Yeah. Well, Clay. <laughs> for me, I thought the highest point of or the highest for me was the Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy match. I gave it a 3.5. Not just because of Darby Allen, but Jungle <laughs> Boy is very underrated. Mm-hmm. Yep. is one of my favorites to watch i think they need to get him away like we've said from luchasaurus marco stunt that whole ordeal i think he just needs to be by himself and do his thing like jungle boy is awesome and i love Wall. but don't you think don't oh yeah but don't you think clay that we need to give this guy a win like jungle boy needs to get a win now yeah, he does need a win because, you know, we'll wait for Clay to get back on. But yeah, I agree with that. He does need a win. Clay just said it. He is so underrated. And yes. they keep throwing him in these matches. And it's, it's, for me, they keep hurting him. They keep hurting yeah. him. You know, so go ahead. Finish what you were saying, Clay. But I, I gave that whole match a 3.5. I really enjoyed it. Um, also, I gave a 2.5 to uh, Ty Conti versus Karoshita. I feel like they need to push Ty. Like, I think she is one of the best that they got in the women's division. Uh, not surprised that Sheeta did win, but it was a good match overall. So well, that was my high right. points. W. All right, Tony, your high points. Yeah, for me, uh, and I hate to say it, I gave it a three. It was Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy. Again, going back to the whole Jungle Boy thing, he's just so underrated, man. And and they keep putting him in these spots. And it's, it's nah, Jesus Christ, do something with him, man. He's there. He's gold, Jerry, as you would say, Rick. But <laughs> um, other side notes, I, and I got to talk about this. Fucking Team Taz. They're so irrelevant that they keep putting it's like you had Ricky Starks lost, okay? You had fucking Christian versus Hobbs lost. And then on both times, fucking Taz had to be on commentary for what? I can't stand listening to him. I can't listen stand listening to myself. Yes, I said it. But I can't stand listening to him on commentary and trying to justify why Team Taz is relevant. And they're, they're not. not. They're not. That fucking piece of who's that fucking kid? Hook? 
Is that his Hook. name? Yeah. Hook. Hook. Terrible kicks. So, so all the names that you came up, you you had to think of. You came up with Hook. Why Hook? What I'll makes you why. Hook? You want, you want me to tell you why? I know he's Taz's son. Taz but, is from Red Hook. It, oh, Jesus Christ. It's so fucking stupid. 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 He, from he, Red Hook, Brooklyn. You know, I mean, come on now. You you got in there because of your pappy, your daddy. The fuck? I, he's irrelevant, too. So that makes you irrelevant. You ain't nothing. You ain't shit. But you're trying to act like you're a badass? Get the fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. Terrible. And and finally, I have to say this, man. And 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 honestly, I'm probably, this is it's blasphemy. I know it is. And I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this. I know this. And I don't care. But Sting needs to go away. Yeah. Yeah. What in the blue hell was that schmoz with Luchasaurus? That was terrible. Oh, that fuck was bad. that? Yes. That was bad. What was that? It goes to show how green Luchasaurus is. And I'm, I don't want, oh, I see what I did there. But, you know, the thing of it is, I'm trying to defend Luchasaurus because mm-hmm. I'm like, it, the talent is there, but I can't defend this. You, how could anybody defend this? What's Sting out of all people? Jungle Boy, in the other hand, the talent is there, man. They're just misusing Jungle Boy like a mofo. I can't say that yeah, enough. For but sure. Luchasaurus, bro, what the fuck are you doing? What are you yeah. and And Sting, too. Why is Sting there? Seriously. I don't know. Why at the I'm at that point. Why is Sting there? For what? What's he doing there? Hanging, t-shirt. Killing, selling t-shirts, making a few bucks. And not, and and it just doesn't it doesn't seem like he wants to be there. Am I wrong? Like he has his attitude like he doesn't want to be there. I don't know. I just think that's how he looks on a regular. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Jeez, uh, he just needs to go away. I think it's, and I hate to say it because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Sting fan, but you know what, bro? I think it's time to, you know, every go away. step you take. Yeah, you know, just you know, don't go away, mad. Just go away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my overall for AEW this week was a one point seven. Clay, I gave an overall a two this week. Wow, wow, Tony. Being really nice. Just like <laughs> mine was almost like yours, Rick, but a one uh 1.72. Okay. All right. All right, Clay. We are here and it's NXT POV Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. And <laughs> for me, the low points, I gave it to the EO Shirai interview. I gave it a one. Uh didn't really feel EO Shirai there. I didn't know what they were really going with it. And plus with Frankie Monet, I think is her name coming out. Yep. Mm-hmm. And this this whole thing with the with the dog and I like cats. Like it's <laughs> this wasn't there for me either. <laughs> and I also gave a low point to the Kyle O'Reilly promo at the beginning. I just I hate this new character that Kyle O'Reilly's portraying. Oof. I don't get it. <laughs> so no, I I know Rick really wants to talk about. <laughs> so you hear my low points, Rick. Let's go to you. Fucking Kyle O'Reilly, what the hell are you doing, bro? It's garbage. That is garbage. Let's be real. This is garbage. This is fucking Mickey James's fucking career in a bag. Garbage. That's what it is. 
It is bad, bro. It is garbage bag worthy. It is trash. <laughs> Get rid of that whole outfit. This guy, and he's getting mad because people are calling him Orange Cassidy on Wish. Yeah. Bro, you are. You are <laughs> Wish.com Orange Cassidy. Now, Wish.com, if you want to sponsor us, I mean, we're available. Yeah. Um, but Orange Cassidy on Wish, man, he is terrible, man. I, I told you I had a problem with him with this whole Adam Cole story. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with him now. There is no way he should be in the title picture. There's no, no, no. way he should be. Bro, go back to Bobby Fish. Get a tag team back together because you are not the main guy. You cannot be the main guy. I gave that promo a one. It was garbage. Uh, Cameron Grimes couldn't save it. So um, it was bad. And you know what? Speaking of bad, Saray, I was not impressed by her debut. I was not impressed with, with, with Zoe Stark. I gave it a two that match, but Saray did not do much. This is her debut. Why is she not dominating? Mm-hmm. And then her finish was just a back suplex. It was like, okay, <laughs> that's it. All right. No, so yeah, those are my low points of uh, NXT this week. All right. And Tony? Yeah, my lowest was the Kyle Riley promo. And I mean, just, uh, I don't know. He's. It looks like he's trying to get some swagger. Uh, didn't hurt. <laughs> Sorry, brother. <laughs> That did not work. I was like, the whole outfit was atrocious. Um, it, the fedora, I mean, the look, no, what the fuck, bro, really? And then, just like what you said too, Rick, when Cameron Grimes showed up, I was like, oh my God, thank God he's going to save this promo. But even Cameron Grimes couldn't save this promo. No. Uh, I gave it a 0.5. Horrendous. I did not like it at all. And he should not be in the title picture either. Nope. Nope, I agree. Uh, high points for me on NXT was uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Cameron Grimes. I gave it a three. <laughs> as, as, much, it, hey, as, as much shit, as much shit as we're talking about Kyle O'Reilly, it was still a decent match, I thought. I really did. Like, Cameron Grimes, I like him. Kyle showed his thing, I guess, but... You know, I, I knew you guys were going to laugh as soon as I said that, but <laughs> hey, it was a good match, I yeah. thought. And I also gave a three to Kushida versus Zoni Larkin. I thought it was very hard hitting. Uh, I like Kushida as cruiserweight champ. So, and Ooh. you know, the smack, the slaps that Kushida was taking, uh, man, yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to take it. That's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, what was your high points? Yeah, for me, though, it was a Zoe Stark versus Saray. I liked it. I gave it a three, but I was more impressed with Zoe. Uh, yeah. She's, yes. she's impressing me every single week. I gave it a three. It wasn't a bad debut for Saray. Um, she has a different type of swagger than what we've seen with the uh, Japanese wrestlers. She is Japanese, right? Yes. No, is she? Oh, yeah, she is. She is. Yeah, she is. Yep. Okay. I just wanted yeah. to make sure. Um, yeah. but you know, I think she's impressing me more with impressed me more with her debut than a lot of the other Japanese wrestlers, but uh, it wasn't that bad. But like I said, Zoe Stark actually helped her in this match. Um, and and it, like, it wasn't that bad, so I gave it a three. All righty, and Rick, you know what? I gotta go with my boy Kushida, you know, defeating Oni Larkin. Kushida with no boots on. What the hell is that all about? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, what's this? Look? All of a sudden, like he's changing his look every week. Like well, he went to jeans, like MMA. And jeans. Yeah, I would say he was, and then he went to his tights, and then now no boots. I'm like, what the fuck? 
<laughs> yeah, he went backwards. You normally you go from no boots to boots. Now he went from boots to nothing. Um, okay. But yeah, I think I think it's a good look for him. He's trying to do his little MMA background. I know he's eight and zero in MMA, so it's a, a, a cool move for Kashida. I really enjoy he's Kushida. eight and zero in MMA. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, another honorable mention of this night was Cameron Grimes getting yeah, outdone yeah. by Ted DiBiase. That was um, awesome. It's so being awesome. said that Ted DiBiase will be making an appearance with this whole Cameron Grimes thing. So nice. I'm interested to see that. Nice. Yeah. Another side note for me, I'm just saying this whole thing with Loomis and Indy Hartwell. Oh, Jesus. Stop. Oh. Stop. Like one time, <laughs> one time is enough. But I counted at least four times where they said, Oh, you're you hate love, blah blah. Stop. Just this is so annoying to me. I just thought that's just a side note. But hey, you hate love. That's what it is. You hate well. love. <laughs> I ain't say nothing. But <laughs> I bet you hated the notebook, Clay. <laughs> no, really. No. <laughs> is your wife right there? Yeah, that's why. Overall, I gave overall I gave NXT a two point two this week. Uh, Rick, what'd you give it? I gave NXT this week a two point one. All righty, and Tony, I gave it a two. All right. All right. With that being said, it is now time for the SmackDown breakdown. Are you ready? Oof. Yeah. yeah. Oof. 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 <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. This uh, my lowest point. Oof. Cesaro, Seth, Jay, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns promo in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then the match. And then a promo after the match. That was 41 minutes yeah. of SmackDown. Yeah. I gave a yeah. 0.5, however, to the after the match promo with Daniel Bryan Cesaro. They were all over the place. Yeah. Daniel Bryan can't count swings. He don't know what he's doing. (laughs) Cesaro, he needs a mouthpiece. I love Cesaro. Don't get me wrong, but he's terrible on the mic. Yeah. So I gave, I gave that whole thing a 0.5. It was, it was bad. Um, was did not enjoy, it. and then the opening one I didn't enjoy either. Seth being Seth, like, all right, Oos, come on, Oos, you're gonna go up there, Oos. Terrible. It's like, it's like he's in the room. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, what's your low point of the SmackDown? It's pretty much what you just said, man. I mean, the for me, like even the first promo uh, in the beginning of the show with Cesaro and them, that was 15 minutes. Just that yeah. was 15 fucking minutes. Okay, it was a waste of time. I was like, this is terrible, but I'm not going to repeat what you said. But but no, I will say this part, though. The ending too, terrible. Point five. I'm like, I'm talking about the ending to Raw. I mean, to Smackdown. It's like that pro. I'm like, are you serious? Did he really just say to give it to fucking Daniel Bryan? And so I was like, you need to take this opportunity. You need to do this. I would have been like, fuck out of here, man. Get not, you know what, Daniel? Bye. I don't need you no more. Yep. No, get the fuck out of here. They're really That's trying it. to get Cesaro all over as a baby face, like a huge baby face, but you're making him look like a chump. Yes. By giving up his title opportunity. Yes, but not only that, though, you know, and, and I get it, Roman's a heel. I, yes, I know that. It's only obvious. But 
you know, Roman coming out of his mouth saying, you know, well, I want you and then I don't want to be done. I want to be done with you after that. When you lose, you know, you're going to be done. I'm going to be done with you. It's like he should have been done with him at WrestleMania. Yeah. Exactly. If he came out trying to to um, give the opportunity to Cesaro, you sh- he should have came out and been like, you know, what? you're irrelevant, dude. I beat you already in WrestleMania. I beat you and Edge at the same time at WrestleMania. Get the step in. You don't need no more chances. I ain't even going to give you a chance. You and and then started with Cesaro, but instead you gave it. You're giving Daniel Bryan another. What is wrong with you? No, (laughs) I hate that shit. Anyways, that was a point five. Um, But and I hate to do this because I, you know, I'm just going off of what you were saying, Rick. But I will, you know, make it different. Uh, uh, Nia Jax versus Tamina. I gave that a point five, and I'm used to that. Was terrible. That was I know a you lot are. of miscues, a lot of mistakes during this match. I was just like, oh, my God, they they need to do away with that match. You want to talk about tying off, and, and I know, Rick, you're going to be shocked for me to hear this, uh, to say this, but fucking Nia needs to take time off. Bye. Woo! Bye, yeah. Hmm. Girl, bye. <laughs> uh, Clay, what are your low points of SmackDown? Basically, it's just everything you guys said. It was the <laughs> the, be- the beginning of SmackDown with Cesaro, Rollins, Reigns, Bryant, just that whole ordeal, and the yeah. ending of SmackDown. Just exactly what you guys said. You're telling me that you're trying to push Cesaro to the moon, and as a competitor, he wants that match. And then you're just yeah. saying, oh, Daniel, you need to take this. Mm-hmm. Mother, he's had it three times. <laughs> he really has. What makes what makes him want another one? Yeah. Seriously, uh, it this does not old. make sense. No, it didn't. Then the whole. Oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Finish what you're saying. Just, I give it all a point five. It was too long. It was too much going on. Mm-hmm. Daniel, I, I get. I agree with Rick that Cesaro needs a mouthpiece, but it doesn't need to be Daniel Bryan. <laughs> Get him no, 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 it doesn't it can be no. anybody else. Shinsuke yeah. will probably do better than Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, and you know what? That would make more sense because Shinsuke yeah. is with Cesaro or was with Cesaro at one yeah. point. Uh, go go uh, away, Daniel. <laughs> Bye. Like, yeah, let's let's yeah. And then my side notes before we go into the high points, which I know is gonna be few. The side <laughs> notes. <laughs> Why is the Street Profits asking for another title shot? Mm-hmm. That too. Go to the back of the line. I don't get it. Uh, oh, how about us? No, no. Yeah. How about not you? No, <laughs> terrible. And then Bianca on the phone. Come on, man. Yeah, that was dumb. That was the. And then on top, what I was going to throw out uh, to you guys was that there was a lot of backstage promos and segments. Yes, yes. SmackDown too. And I'm like. Wow, they're doing a lot. Like I, I looked at the time. I know it was the time difference, but I'm just saying the time on my where I'm at. But mm-hmm. it was like I think it was like seven fifteen, and uh, all of a sudden, like I was like, "This is how disinterested I was with all the promos that they were doing." And then all of a sudden, it was like seven thirty-five. I'm like, "They, they spend all that time doing a fucking promo, yeah. all these different yeah. segments." I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it was just yeah. too much. Quick question: What are your thoughts on the Alistair Black promo? Because I didn't like it. I didn't. Really? I liked the first one I saw online. That one yeah. was better than this one. I mean, he broke out a book and he's coming out with all this crazy other shit. I was not interested. No. Uh, I hope Clay? it gets better. 
I thought it was an okay promo. Uh, and I think it needs more time to like show yeah. what Alistair can do. Uh, just the first one, I it was okay. But you know, but you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of that those promos he used to do. I'm just waiting for somebody to open the door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember those? That's yeah. what this one reminded me of. Um, that first one. If you guys haven't seen it, look it up online. And uh, that one, that one, I liked a lot better. You know, forgive me, Father, for yeah. sin. It's been four years or whatever since my last confession, and then he went on and on and on. That one I like. He. Being picky again, he needs to get rid of those fucking glasses. Yes, he yes. does. He's got to get rid of those glasses. It's like, bro, this ain't the 70s. Get rid of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, my highest points was the oh, Mysterios shit, about Alpha that? Academy. <laughs> I gave it a three. I thought that was the best match. Shockingly, I thought it was the best match. I thought really? the Mysterios worked well together. I love Alpha Academy matching gear finally. Yeah, finally. Um, they yep. look good. Uh, yeah, I bet Tucky's getting jealous. Yes. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Clay, what's your high points of SmackDown? My high point was the Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews match. I gave it a three. I thought those two worked well together. And even adding the Commander Aziz, what, what is he called? Aziz. Uh, Aziz, yeah. Even with him being in it, he did a decent job. But, but how how you have this Nigerian nail and you don't have the Nigerian nail on? Like he no, didn't have it true. taped up. Yeah, Why not? Yeah. Uh, but uh, and, and even and even adding yeah, Sammy yeah. Zayn, that was that was cool too. Oh my god, oh, Sammy yeah. dancing Sammy is dancing gold. Was hilarious. Yes, that shit yes. is hilarious. Tony, what was your high points of SmackDown? Exactly. If there is one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Exactly what Clay said. Kevin Owens versus Apollo. But I gave it a three and a half. I did enjoy it. Um. Like again, Sami Zayn is just gold in this, and yeah. I'm glad he actually came out because it just gave it more, um, uh, spice to this match. Uh, oof. oof. Little yeah. adobo. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, I'm like, you know, it looks like they're gonna continue on with this. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but I don't mind it either. So I get, but I did give it a three and a half. Yeah. All right. Overall, I gave SmackDown this week a 1.5. Tony, I gave it a 1.66. Wow. Hey. Clay, I gave SmackDown a 1.7. All right. It is now time for Raw versus NXT versus AEW versus SmackDown. Currently, NXT is up one to nothing to nothing to nothing. Um, for me, I do have NXT. Ahead, 2.1 to Ross 2. Uh, AEW SmackDown are not in the running this week. But I am going to go against my points, and I'm going to go with Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, Clay, what are you going to do? I was going to say, uh, with the with looking at my notes and everything, I'm going to have NXT, Raw, AEW, and SmackDown. All right. Tony, it's up to you. Yeah, I'm in a conundrum because I gave Raw a two and I gave NXT a two. And then uh, SmackDown was last and I got AEW second to last. Um, but I'm going to, hmm, I'm trying to. I knew to that's see. what was happening. That's why I made you go last. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm trying to see what stood out for me mostly. And for me, the Alexa play, uh, Playground. Yeah. That was because I'm like yeah. invested in it and I want to see what happens. And also just the unmasking of T-Bar and Mace. Um, 
I thought that was it was like tearing it off and saying, you know, let's be done with this. And did and I don't blame him. Uh, I don't uh, for for NXT. The only thing for me that stood out was Zoe Stark and Saray. Um, so I'm gonna go Raw, NXT, AEW, and SmackDown. Let me tell you something. SmackDown needs to pick this shit up. Yes, yeah, they do. They're on Fox, and they're fucking it up. And they don't oh, need it. Yep. Like it's already a two-hour show, and you yeah. got an hour to the same shit. Yeah, of Cesaro and Roman but, Daniel. But, yeah, but what's funny? But not funny. What's fucked up is that every Friday I'm like, "All right, SmackDown, please be good this week." Yeah, <laughs> you just like, have to pray. Like, yeah, <laughs> they give us that shit, and I'm like, oh, "Come on." Yeah. Uh, all right. So that means Raw is going to get its first win of the new season. So it's going to be Raw with one, NXT with one, AEW SmackDown with zero. All right, Tony, it's time to open up the book. Yeah, those are new letters for the show or to the show or whatever for the show. Uh, basically, what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling. And uh, we do it just to get a good laugh. And we also do it because we get annoyed at some of this shit. Yes. And it does belong in the books. We can keep talking about it until they prove us wrong. Vince, I know you're listening. You need a friend. I think Vince needs a friend. I'll be your friend, Vin. Vin. <laughs> See, I even call Vin. him Vin already. Wow. That's Man. how I roll. Uh, and Triple H, I know he's listening too. So, I mean, like I said, I heard you hiring. Bring us on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yes, sir. All right, coronavirus. Stays. Uh, dragon breath. Stays. Romans choppers. Stays. <laughs> the way. Stays. AEW rankings. Oh. Uh, yeah. Brick's kind of making it better. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll, 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 let's do this. If Britt Baker ends up winning the title, I think we'll take it off. Yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. I changed my mind. If Britt Baker wins the title, okay, then we got to see who's the next one for the title, like whoever's number one that took yeah. over in the rankings. And if that person gets that title shot, then we'll take it off. I think that's how we have to do it. Because Britt is mentioning the rankings an awful lot. And my thing is, like I said, if she wins the title, because obviously they are going to give her that title shot, but if she wins it, and then the next person in line for that title shot, whoever that number one contender is, if they get it, doesn't have to win, but if they do get it, I think that's when we take it off. Yeah. Okay. To be fair. Uh, Tony's hatred for Sasha sucks. Stays. Okay. <laughs> Clay stays. <laughs> she wasn't even on SmackDown this week. And I'm still in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging googly eyes. Stays. Um, terrible. Morrison's cockadoo to do. He wasn't well, there, but it stays. Yeah, he wasn't on there either. Sasha's ghetto laugh. <laughs> oh, stays. That stays. Yep. Dolph's uh, Bianca break. <laughs> he didn't have it this week, though. He did. Yeah. He did. He, didn't. he was like, "Fuck." But he had. Me. But he had it on Instagram, so I'm. Stays. Uh, yeah. I didn't. Oh, I didn't see. God, he's 
That's just terrible. All right, that's it for the book. Uh, before we close the show, well, actually, after we close the show, we have the five-second shuffle uh, game. So Rick right now is the current champion. Basically, all it is is that I play five seconds of a song. I just hit the shuffle button, and uh, these guys got to guess who it is. It's just how we ride off into the sunset until next week when we will provide you with more content than ever before. I know that I say that every week, but it's true. It is true. And that's how we just close off the show, like I said. So with that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the $50 man, Clay Cummings, and the third wheel, Rick Serrano Luther. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right, Rick, you got the choice of uh, if you want to go first or not. Um, What are you going to do? I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first this week. All righty. So here we go. Ready? Yes, sir. Mick Foley. All right. Yeah, I was going to say Mick Foley. If you would have said Cactus Jack, you would have been wrong. <laughs> I mean, he does have a different interest in music, though, right? Cactus Jack? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn, softball. But that I wanted to. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's All right. So, see, the advantage of being a champion, he got thrown softball. All right, yeah. Clay, this one for you. <laughs> oh shoot yeah uh, i think this one is going to be a little bit difficult for the both of you because uh, yeah i can't say anything else but uh, you got five seconds clay kyle o'reilly no it is not uh rick you want to take a stab at it? randy orton no it is not uh these are two current nxt stars right now clay grizzled, grizzled young veterans no it is not rick mm. if you don't get it we're going to move on uh, is this all? God damn it! <laughs> Five seconds. Uh, Lorkin and Birch. No, it is not. It is Gargano and Champa. Oh, oh, DIY. Yes. So you see what I did there, though? Yeah. That's what these are yeah. Too yeah. current. So I yeah. was trying to get job, but uh, you didn't catch on. All right, Rick, it's on you. You are still yep. up one to nothing. Five seconds. Is that Booker T? No, it is not. Clay. Jimmy Snuka. No, it is not. Uh, this is a cruiserweight in WCW. Rick, you got five uh, seconds. Let's go with Juventud Guerrero. No, it is not. Clay, it's on you. If you don't get it, we're going to move on. Juice and Thunder Liger. No, it is not. It is Billy Kidman. Again. Uh-huh. Yes, I was yes. going to say we had this before, but I didn't want to give it away, but that's okay. Uh, now it's on what? Clay, right? Clay. Yep. Right, yep. Rick, we're still up one nothing. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hoover 2 Guerrera. No, it is not. Rick, I, you want to take a stab at it? Is that Savio Vega? No, it is not. It is Ooh. not. Uh, your Clay, your clue is... Or actually, for all of y'all, is uh, oh boy, um, they're not Mexican. <laughs> oh, shoot! Uh, Five seconds. Cedric Alexander. No, it is not. <laughs> is it Lince Dorado? No, it is not. Uh, oh my God. One more clue, and then we'll move on. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, oof, boy, it's hard to give these guys a clue. 
Um, damn. Uh, boy, I'm I'm freaking flabbergasted with this. Uh, boy, uh, I'm trying to think of something without giving it away because I know I'll give it away once I say a clue. Um, they're tag team. They're tag team. Five seconds, Clay. Lucha House Party. No, Rick. I have no idea. Uh, Primo and Epico. Primo and Epico. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Because, I mean, if I would have any clue I would have given, it would have yeah. it would have given it away, you know? So, I mean, because I was really close when they were the Matadores, right? Yeah. I was really close to saying that, but I was like, I can't. I, I should have said probably they were a mask gimmick one time, but mm. it wouldn't have made sense. Uh, yeah. So, it's on you, Rick. So, you're yep, up to yep. do nothing. I see. Jesus Christ. You really want to take a stab at this? Is this super crazy? Super crazy, yes. <laughs> Clay's shaking his head like, seriously? How many softballs are you going to get, man? All right, he's up three nothing. Yeah. Three nothing. All right, Clay, this is for you. Uh, <laughs> Billy Kidman? No, it's not. Uh, Rick, you want to take is a that, at it? Is that a big boss man? No, it is not. It is not. Um, he was part of a faction, Clay. Uh, I'll even add to it Attitude Era. Um, oh, what's his name? Five seconds. Eddie Guerrero. No. no. Rick. <laughs> is it Farouk? No, it is not. It is not. Uh, he, um, hmm. uh, another clue would be, uh, he retired in WWE, so he didn't go anywhere else. Even after he retired, he stayed with WWE. That's your last clue. And then actually I'll throw a softball if you guys don't get this one. <clears throat> so Clay, you got five oh, seconds. Wow. Yeah. So- uh- <laughs> no, I thought you were gonna throw softball. No, uh, after this clue, I will. Oh, okay. Uh, Ted DiBiase. Nope. No. Uh, Rick. Is it Bradshaw? No, it is not. So here's the softball. He was part of DX. Billy Gunn. No, it is not. Rick. If you don't get it, then we'll move on. The uh, road dog, Jesse James. No, Triple H. Wow! Yes, huh. it was his different music that he came. He came out to that one time. Uh, yeah, I thought you guys are gonna because it sounds similar to what he normally comes out with. Nah, and, that uh, sounds that's why I said like... it, I, damn. <laughs> All right, Rick can be up for nothing. Here you go. <laughs> I know this. Five seconds. I don't know why I'm blanking. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, fucking Champa. No, it's Chompa. not. Clay, you want to get a stab at it? Get Dean yourself Ambrose. on the board. What you say? Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose. Yes. Yep. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Finally on the board. But Rick is still up three to one or four one. Yeah, three, three to one. one. All right, Clay, you can creep closer, man. <laughs> Here you go. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, too cool Scorpio. No, it is not. Rick. Uh, Tamina? Tamina, yes. 
<laughs> I had no idea. They were literally Talk saying her me. name in no. the beginning. Yeah, me. Me. No. It was hard to hear. Is it really? Yeah. Okay, so Rick's up four to one. Rick can win it with this one. Will it be another softball? We'll find out in just a second. This one's a bit hard, but uh, if you guys don't get it on this one, we'll just move on to something else. Go ahead. Because I I can't even give a clue. This this one's hard. Huh? Randy Orton. No. Clay. I can't hear him. Can you hear us, Clay? There you go. Can you say that? back? Oh, yeah, you are. All right. Did he get it? No. Legacy. Yes, it is. Yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah. That was impressive. Wow. Thank you. So you're up four to two. Uh, well, yep. Rick's up four to two. And yep. you can even creep up even closer. Here you go. Yep. <laughs> Bret Hart. Bret Hart, yes. <laughs> See, that one about threw me off last time. <laughs> right there, I, I said Natalia. It is tied four to four. It's really? four, three, four, three, four, three, four, three. Is it four, three? Yeah. yeah. I thought he could the legacy. He got two. Yeah, he only had one. Four, okay. That was my four, three. Two. Okay, my bad. My bad. My apologies. My apologies. All right, so th- uh, this one's for Rick, then. He can win it with this one. Jesus Christ. The Miz. The Miz. Yes, the Miz. <laughs> Oh my God! Talk about a softball for the win! My God, but Clay, you were coming back. I got to give it to you. You were coming back. Uh, I was trying, man. (laughs) Yeah. All right. We don't own the rights to this song. 